Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Beautiful day today. We have a very special guest coming on. But before I bring him on, I just want to let you all know that Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together is a podcast about mental health and wellness, as well as self-empowerment for Black women, and in this case, Black men. I'm your host, Ursula, and I'm a transformational life coach, as well as a mental health and wellness advocate. Each week, I promise to deliver relevant topics and resources that affect our community. So just remember, once we can identify the problems or issues is when we can start to heal. Welcome to season two. We're almost finished with season two. And this has been a nice ride. I've had some wonderful guests. And I want to thank all of you all for returning and thank all the people who have not joined me. Welcome. Very excited tonight. Just want to go over a couple of housekeeping notes just to let you know that my website, blackgirlsgettingtheirshifttogether.com, has launched. I've birthed the baby. Finally, it's on. It's launched. I want you all to definitely go ahead and check it out. Um, I have group coaching and self-empowerment. There's a, a coaching package called the Tribe Vibe. It's a twist on ladies' night, but it focuses on self-care with a holistic approach. Uh, I have one-on-one packages, 
as well as clarity calls. But you have to go over to the website to take a look at it. And of course, we have merch. I don't know if you can see my T-shirt as well as digital products. So whoever's out there, let me know that you're here. Type hello. Tell me where you're tuning in from. I'd love to hear from everyone. And let's see. Oh, start a watch party. I won't be mad at that at all. There we go. Yeah, I will not be mad at that. Start a watch party. And if you have any questions for my wonderful guest, type them in the comments. See, he's very personable. So whoever's listening, if you know of Jakari, put yes. If you heard of Jakari and his training, type yes. If you don't know Jakari, type yes, because you're going to get to know him tonight. So I'm going to bring my wonderful guest out of the green room. Jacory, are you ready, sir? He says he is. Terry. Terry. What's up? What's up? What's up? I know you. I think I know Terry. I know. I know. I know Terry. Terry, we're going to talk offline. Hey, Bree. (laughs) So you all tell me where you're typing, uh, where you're typing hello from. Put it in the comments. Ja'Cory. Yo, what's up, Richard? How you doing, love? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm well. You looking good, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> so let me tell you, this brother is, he stays on his grind. So right now, he we're having this podcast straight from Be Health Conscious Central. He's in his gym. Be Health Conscious Central. <laughs> Ah, Terry, you have a hello from McDonough, and Bree says hello. What's up, Bree? What's up, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) So I want to give everyone my motivation for this pod tonight. And I'm sure we've all had a past, whether it's good, bad, neutral, doesn't matter. We all have a past. And sometimes our past can hold us back from progressing forward. And whatever you go through, because we've all gone through something. No one is just that special. That makes any sense. We've all gone gone through things. So sometimes it just holds us back. But just to let everybody know, your past does not define your present or your future. If anything, it could be a stepping stool. And we're going to find that out tonight. So I just first want to give a shout out to Will at 360. <laughs> That's what you, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where if he's tuned in or not, but if anyone has gone to Gym 360, type 360 in the comments. But that's how Jacory and I met. It was at this wonderful gym here in Atlanta, Georgia, called Gym 360, and the owner is Will Burr Little. And Jacory was one of his trainers that everyone Love. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 360 is getting some 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 love right now. So that's how we met. And Jacory is a very great trainer. And Jacory, do you want to tell everybody about your gym and the name of it and um, everything? Definitely, 
Definitely. It's called BF Conscious Sports and Fitness. We are located at 610 Valley Brook Road, Decatur, Georgia. Uh, we do little, literally everything here. It's a one-stop shop. We do sports training, bodybuilding competition, lifestyle training, group classes. Um, it's a very family-oriented gym. The vibe that me and my brother wanted to create here was just a place where everybody can come. Um, I think we're in a great location. We won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Our family here is growing Every day, whether it's with clients or with new trainers coming aboard, um, I love the crew we have now. I couldn't be more blessed, to be honest with you. Um, blessed. <laughs> awesome. Can you tell everybody about your bodybuilding competition? Yes. yes. So I actually partnered up with a trainer named Lawrence Inman. He, I met him back in 2000 and I want to say 17. It's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do bodybuilding. I was very inspired. Um, by the bodybuilding sport when I went to my first show in 2017. And then I think the next step after that was actually me finding a coach. And there's a lot of coaches in Atlanta that people told me to go to, but, you know, just like lifestyle clients finding the right person, I wanted to make sure that I found the right trainer that fits me, that fits my schedule, that fits my budget, because bodybuilding can definitely get expensive, yo. Um, I don't even want to get into that topic right there, but uh, pretty much linked up with him. I started doing bodybuilding. I did my first show. Um, I came in first place. I came in first place and second place. And then second place open. And then I did my second show last year. Um, I came in second place in my open category. I didn't come in first place overall, but I took a break this year to kind of just grow. Got good feedback from the judges, and I'm just working on pretty much what they told me what I need to work on. Hopefully by next year I can actually go after my pro card, whether it's doing NPC or even OCBs. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> I just saw the pictures. I didn't know all the backstory with it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a lot. Listen, you have to be very disciplined to do those shows. It, it, it's, it's very, it, it's more of a mind thing um, before physical. So I definitely... Same thing my coach always tells people, make sure you're mentally ready to even go through that process of doing the bodybuilding or the mass physique or the figure bikini competition before you say, I want to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, okay. I have a question that I want to know. How did you come up with the, just becoming a, no, nah, I don't want to go back too far. No, but, take it back far. You can go back as far as you want. We're going to go way back. But present day, when you opened your gym, what was the catalyst for you to do that? What was your motivation? But don't go too far back. We'll hit that in a second. <laughs> um, my motivation, to be honest with my mother, my motivation has always been my mother. Um, me and my brother lost our mom in 2007 due to diabetes and um, you know, she didn't always eat the healthiest. She didn't really work out as much. Even though we played sports, um, I really want to say my motivation came from my mother and my father as well. But definitely losing her kind of gave me a different push to, you know, I, I have to reach out to other women who have the same disease, people who are, you know, people. I've had so many people that come to me that say, hey, I'm pre-diabetic. And before they walk out those doors, the first thing I say is, you signing up for something. I don't care if it's even for group classes or even a damn meal plan because it just touches home with me. So my motivation definitely comes from my mom, um, from her illness and just the fact that I know she's just 
watching over us. She's proud of us, and we're just doing something to help the community as well. So. Right. How old was your mom? <laughs> My mom at the time, I want to say, was uh, 2007. She had to be 53, 54. That's it. I know she was in her 50s. I can't remember the exact age, but I know she was definitely in her 50s. So. That's young. Yeah. Very young. I was in high school. I was a, I was a junior in high school when it happened. So you can just really? imagine my mentality. On the outside, I was great, but on the inside, I was dealing with a lot of stuff, and it just obviously showed. <laughs> May I ask, how did it make you feel? You said you were going through it on the inside. Um, not really. A, not really like a feeling. Just more so, kind of just lost spiritually. Lost mentally, um, I actually ended up quitting football my senior year due to that, and then not noticing that football kept me grounded from a lot of things that I guess I could say most of my high school friends were getting into. But once I quit football, I'm free to do whatever I want after school. So that's where the trouble came. <laughs> Got it. So, so before we, yeah, but <laughs> your bounce back game is on point. Look where we are oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which is the motivation for this episode. If you all bear with me, I want to show a little uh, a video clip of so you can see the athlete that Jacory is. So he's not just talking about it, he's experienced how he trains. So bear with me. I'm going to try to share this screen. Let's see. When I see that, it makes me smile. It just brought me back to three Gym 360. That was, that was Gym 360. I want to say that was the first video I think me and my brother shot. Yeah. Really? That was our first video for BF Conscious that, well, video that was professionally done um, for BF Conscious. That was our first one. Yeah. I mean, mm. the NBA 360 was amazing. So, Speaking of Gym 360, how did you and Will meet? So I met Will, man, it's it's crazy how God works. It's so crazy. I was literally at Stone Mountain Park one day, just doing the mountain. And there was a, I don't know if you remember, there's a smoothie shop downtown Stone Mountain. It's not there anymore. Uh, I think it was something called Summer Breeze Smoothie Place. Yeah, I think that's his cousin's shop, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's how I met him. I met him through a girl named Jasmine Little. And Jasmine Little, we just casually talking. I was, you know, talking, you know, I'm very, I want to know about business. I know I wanted my own gym one day. I know I wanted to have my own facility. So I saw this black young lady who had her own smoothie business. So 
started asking her questions. She asked me if I was a trainer and I told her yes. Long story short, she told me about Will. She gave me Will's number. She was like, you can call him next week. I said, use my language. I'm calling his ass right now. As soon as I got, I was no point of waiting. Why I got to wait till next week? So I called him up, told him everything about me, told him that, look, I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm hungry. I'm I want to learn the business. I don't want to work for LA Fitness. I don't want to work for any corporate gym. I want to work for a private Black-owned gym. And it was the biggest blessing of my life because literally when I started working at Gym 360, I just saw a difference in everything I was doing. I saw everything I was praying for just A difference in what kind of way? Um, a difference in clientele, a difference in being able to teach classes, having pretty much having a home base to train out of because again, I used to be that trainer where I got to sneak in LA fitness, planet fitness. I got to train at parks. The weather's bad today. I can't make no money because the weather is bad. So Will gave me that opportunity to not only train, but when he realized I could train, he also was like, Hey, teach two classes for me. You can train here for free. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no problem. He said, you're not getting paid. I said, I don't want to get paid. The way I can get paid is people see how I train through group classes. Eventually, somebody from the group class will sign up for personal training. And that's exactly how the same method he did for me is the same method we run here now in BL Country. So. Mm. Remember Latrenda? <laughs> Say that one more time. Remember Latrenda? She trained there. Well, we were talking about 360 and she said that what we all had there was literally like lightning in a bottle. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> that ain't sound for me. I just can't put a face with it. You've seen her before, but I, to say mentioning her name is that I agree with her. It truly was lightning in a bottle. So <laughs> that's Jacory now. Let's go back to Ja'Cory. Um, I'd love for you to talk about how your test turned into your current day testimony. So you said that after your mom passed and you quit football, that you had a lot of time on your hands. You were no longer grounded. So what did that look like? Um, everything. Everything from, I mean, you name it, you know, from drug dealing to game banking to being locked up in prison for five years. You were gay banging for real? I was doing everything out here. <laughs> Let me read that right. <laughs> really? So you mentioned jail. How did, like, what was that about? What was that situation? Um, situation was pretty much, you know, I got into some trouble, uh, did some time, did five years behind bars. And that's actually how I got into personal training, actually. Um, prison is a, it's a very, very negative place. Um, I kind of already knew that before even going in. So my mindset was, you know, don't allow the system to break you as a young black man, especially. I mean, it's already, it's, it's already hard enough for black men who have college degrees to even get jobs. And I can just imagine me being a young black brother with a record, how society is going to look at me. But at the same time, I also always had the attitude is I don't care how somebody looked at me, um, which is why I love your topic. You know, don't allow your past to dictate your future. And that was the number one thing that I told myself is I'm not going to let my past dictate my future. I'm not going to allow somebody to 
to put me in a box. I'm not going to allow society to create what they want black men to be once you come home from prison. And to be honest with you, the scariest part was coming home because the easy part is doing is sitting time because all you have to do is sit and do time. I mean, you might have to watch your back here and there, but that's the easy part. The hard part is, and the reason I say the hard part is coming home because there were so many young black men who went home before me three months down the line, I see them coming back in. Mm-hmm. So in my heart, in my mind, I'm just like, oh my God, is it really that, is it really that hard for a black man to come home from this situation and stay home? But then mm-hmm. little I realized when I did get home, all I needed to do was associate myself with a different crowd and move different. But like I tell people all the time, you can't start that when you get home. You have to do that while you're inside. Because if you don't change your mindset while you're inside, it's not a light switch. You just can't. If I'm doing something wrong for 25 years and all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to stop you tomorrow. I smoke cigarettes for 25 years. I'm not going to start stop right away the next day. It just doesn't work like that. But it's the same thing as your mentality of how you hang, who you hang around, who you talk to, what you put your mindset, you know, what you, what you educate yourself with. What do you influence yourself with? Um, while I was locked up, I literally educated myself. I told my brother and dad, can you all send me books on business? Can you all send me books on human anatomy, personal training? Um, let me go to the library as much as I can. That's what I did to stay out of trouble, but to also tell myself, like, you're going to be free one day. Why not prepare yourself for the outside world? Because, again, if I just, you know, if every day in there day to day and not do anything and then I wait till I get out, it might be too late then. Um, so, may I ask how old were you when you went to jail? Ooh, I was 18 years old. <laughs> I was I was a baby. I'm still a baby. <laughs> you don't like a baby. baby on your beach video last week. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> a baby gone. <laughs> You're a grown man now. Hey, I'm grown now. <laughs> You do have a young face, though. So I didn't know you were 18. I was 18, yes. 18, I got out when I was 24 years old. Wow. May I, you don't have to go into detail, but may I ask what was the offense? Um, It was an armed robbery and two aggravated assaults. That's what they charged. It's not what I did. It's just what they charged me. <laughs> so, you okay. Know that goes. <laughs> So, okay, we can go a little deeper, but if not, that's okay too. So, were you with anyone else? Nope, just my, well, it was actually me and a friend, actually. Yep. Me and a friend that I'm still very close with, and I'm so proud of him. He has a kid now, he's doing amazing. We still stay in contact with each other. Um, yeah, we're, we're both doing amazing things in life, right? <sighs> And one of the main reasons I keep in contact with a lot of other black men who are locked up is to kind of give them hope. Because again, prison is a place where it's so, you get hit by so many different negative things and so many different negative ways. And I mean, I mean that by, you have the officers that talk to you in a negative way. You have other inmates that talk to you in a negative way. And then you even have some family members that talk to you, some friends that talk to you in a negative way as well. So Anybody that's watching this that has been to prison before or who was even in prison, my main thing for you all that if you have dreams and goals and aspirations, man, excuse my language, go after that shit. 
The only yeah. person stopping you from doing that is yourself. Nobody can dictate you. Yourself. So. How did it make you feel with the family? Say that one more time. How did it make you feel with the friends and family when you um, were here negative? Because you would expect, well, not I mean, really. I, I did lose some friends behind it. Um, and it was more so just because, you know, like their parents probably didn't want me to, you know, I mean, what parent wants their child to associate with somebody that's behind bars? I'm not a parent, but I can understand as well. Um, but at the same time, you know, for those people, God, God put people in your life for a reason. God take people out of your life for a reason. So I didn't cry over to boil milk. I kept focusing on what I needed to focus on before, which was getting the hell out of there and getting ready for my future. So, mm. so how did the the prison guards treat you? Um, I remember you had said before how I'll let you explain yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so it was it was so I would definitely say my experience. I never go back through it ever again. But my experience, I would say, was a little bit different. I think that's just because of my personality. Um, you know, my grandmother has always told me that, man, your smile brings, she's like, if you smile, I promise you people would just love you off of your smile. And then I, I don't really have any problems with the officers. Like officers actually, that's how I got into training because they saw me transform my body. I had officers come to me and ask me, hey, can you write me up a workout? And can you write me up a meal plan? You know, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't physically training them, but I would write them out workout plans and that's how I kind of got cool with some of the guards and the officers, but it was more so of a respect thing. Like, man, this guy here is just trying to do time. He's trying to go home. You know, I didn't hear that. Oh, we'll see you again. They were like, nah, he ain't never coming back. He got a bright future on his, on his hand. So, um, yeah, the, the guards, were, it, it was it was a mutual respect because, I mean, I'm locked up. There's, you know, up under their rules. There's not much I can do. So, um, yeah. Wow. Did you see their bodies transform? I, I actually, I did. I did. I actually, which is crazy. I have my own own online program, which is called GSN 30, which stands for Get Snatched in 30 Days. Y'all can actually hit that in my link in my bio. I actually trained five guards right now on my online program where I was locked up at. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it, it shocks me sometimes too. I was just like, wow. I'm like, y'all know y'all were like correctional officers over me, and y'all are actually now paying me to train y'all. Everyone <laughs> listening to this, this is why I wanted Jacory on. This is what I'm talking about not letting things that happen in your past dictate your future. your future. Or your past is not always your future. You you know, if someone's been locked up, if you suffer some kind of trauma, some kind of a soul, I, I get it. But that's not who you are for the rest of your life. And look what he just said. This He actually has guards paying him. <laughs> who used yeah, to watch him? It's, it's weird. Like when I look at, when I go to my online program, I see their name. I'm just like, dang, actually like, they're on my online platform. That's kind of dope. <laughs> it's kind of dope. So, um, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's amazingly dope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what would you tell any young brother? How, what would you tell young black men who are wavering on 
you know, do I want to go in this path or do I want to go the dark or the light path? What would you say to them? I mean, everybody has their journey. You know, one thing I would say, I would definitely say that you can't stop nobody from digging their own ditch. Everybody has to, you know, learn their own lessons. But if I can tell somebody to prevent them from going down that path, um, that's not a life lesson that you want to go through. Because unfortunately, everybody doesn't make it out. And when I say everybody doesn't make it out, I don't necessarily mean physically. I mean, from a mental aspect point. Because again, prison is, it's a, it's a system, a place to tear you down. And what I mean by everybody doesn't make it out mentally, again, I see so many young Black men, it becomes a revolving door. That's because they're already gone mentally. They allowed the system to create exactly what they want the system to be, pretty much. Um, so my biggest advice is just hang around people that want to see you win. Hang around people that have something going on in their life. Because literally, that's all I did. I just changed my circle. I started. I knew I wanted to own my own business. So one of my biggest mentors actually owns a car wash right here in Decatur. Um, while I was working at Gym 360, I ran into him to get my you know, big blue, my big blue truck. Uh, I got the truck washed one day and he just became a mentor to me. And he was just telling me, you know, he just talked to me a lot. We talk every time I get my car washed still from him. And he just puts me on game on a lot of things, even though it's not the same exact business as mine. This young man, young brother has been owning his business for 30 years. Why wouldn't I get knowledge from him? And I've only owned my business for four years. He's on here to 30. You're right. I'm going to listen to what he has to say. I'm still going to make my own mistakes, but I'm still going to listen to some of the mistakes he made so I don't make those same mistakes or even push my business to get to where his business is at, which is 30 years. So that would be my biggest advice is just hanging around people who are like-minded, hanging around people who want to see you win. Um, Don't really hang around too much negativity because, I mean, it rubs off. Negative energy flows just as fast as positive. So, yes, it does. It really does. And when you hear that that saying, "Protect your peace," that's that, where that's I take. True, isn't it true? That's, true? that's very true. You gotta protect your peace. You know, you can't let anything disturb you because as soon as you do, you you've allowed that situation or that person to win. And I refuse to allow somebody to have power. And I think that's that was my main thing too. While I was locked up, I'm like, I'm not gonna allow the system to and dictate who I am as a person. Yes, I'm Black. Yes, I have a record, but that doesn't mean you have to look down on me. I mean, half the people I think that come to my gym don't even know about my past. You would never know that about me unless I just abruptly tell you. Um, And when I do tell people, they're like, stop lying. I'm like, no, I wish I was lying. I'm I'm serious. (laughs) Well, when you told us when we were at 360, I will never forget that day we were outside in uh-huh. the parking lot where y'all had us flipping tires and you like, okay, y'all, you know, I need to talk to y'all about something. Like, oh, okay. And you told us, and I'm sure we reacted the same way. Like, what? Like, well, stop lying. I'm like, no, I got a picture to prove it. <laughs> we couldn't, to prove it. <laughs> right. And we couldn't believe it, but what I loved about our group at 360 is that nobody judged you. It was business as usual. And after you told us, you were like, okay, 
let's get the running. <laughs> like it went right back in the training mode. And now that I think about it, no one even talked about it after because mm-hmm. you've already proven the person that you you currently were at that time. So that was that. And it was literally, okay, let's go on to the next. What, what's our training schedule for the week? That says a lot about you. A lot. What does your dad say? I met your dad once at 360. My dad is proud of me and my brother. Um, what we're doing. Um, I mean, I know I definitely put a lot of hurt on him by going through it, but he's definitely proud. Like, we don't even really talk about the situation anymore. He's forgiven me, moved on, and so like he's, he's proud. He's about to retire. Yeah. So he's Oh he is. How old is he now? He 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 taken. He taken. <laughs> All I heard was retirement age. Like, okay, Mr. Green. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, yeah, but he, when he I asked you proud. about what is your your dad's thing, I meant present day. What does he say and think about you now? You know, you are being a black male business owner. Uh, he talks very highly of me. I mean, he, to be honest with you, most of our clients probably come from word of mouth through him. Every chance he gets, he's like, hey, my son got his own gym. Let me, let me give you his business. I mean, he reps all the brand. He reps the hats, the clothing, the shoes. He even got something detailed on his car, I think. So he, he's definitely a huge support. Um Definitely a huge support system that I have, and I'm, you know, proud to have them, blessed to have them, actually. That's amazing. So you and your brother are business partners. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm co-owner of this BL Country Business Establishment with my brother, Jamal Green. Um, And actually, he actually started Be Health Conscious as a nonprofit organization. Really? I was actually incarcerated. He was going to Tennessee State University. Um, And I think it just started as a website were, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was just a website where people can just look up different health food choices in the area. Um, Because Tennessee, most, like most HBCUs are in the hood. It was a website where people can look up different healthy food choices in Nashville. Um, Then I remember talking to him on the phone one day and saying, hey, you know, I think I want to do personal training when I come home. And the crazy thing about it, me not, me being incarcerated and not really having access to the outside world, I did not know how huge the fitness industry was in Atlanta until I really got home. So when I told him that, I said, well, I think, you know, easier said than done. When I come home, let's turn into the LLC. My certification, but of course, everything costs me. In order to they need money, I need a job. So, um, but yeah, when I came home, I was like, wow, this fitness, I'm not the only one out here doing this. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's, ooh, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. But, um, and I guess that would be another um, statement I would definitely tell people who are going after the goals, you know, it's just don't, don't give up. You know, if it's something that you really love, it's, it's something that you really do, definitely keep God first. Um, pray about things, move in a godly way, because a lot of times people pray about things and they're not moving in a godly way. Why God going to bless you when you ain't moving in the way he wants you to move? Like that, To me, that doesn't make sense. Um, but definitely just stay focused. Even when things don't go to course, don't things, excuse me, things don't go to plan, things go off course, um, kind of just got to bounce back. And Because this right here, 
this has been, I think we wanted to, we just had an anniversary actually. Mm -hmm. We wanted to open this establishment up December 2017. And we actually weren't able to do that because of business of occupancy and, you know, contractors not doing what they're supposed to do. But, you know, God just knew that that wasn't the right time. I didn't fuss about it. I just kept continuing to do what I needed to do, continue to pray. And the next thing you know, April 1st was the actual day we opened up. I was just like, you know what? That's the date God wanted us to open. So I'm going to look at that. We're going to just continue to do what we did. Mm. What I hear from you is the uh, the focus that you have had and that your focus started in prison. It probably before, because I really believe God ingrains different elements in us. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? You no, right. it, it definitely started before. To be honest with you, when I got incarcerated, it was a lot of weight lifted off my shoulder. Like I said, I was dealing with, even though I was in college, Again, I had just talking to a young man that just lost his mom in 11th grade. So I was dealing with a lot emotionally. I was dealing with a lot spiritually. I To this day, I tell people prison was the biggest lesson of my life. Because I really do feel like if I didn't go to prison, I would, I would have been dead before the age of 21. Um, and I told my dad that. I remember I told my dad that he actually, the only, only time I ever seen my dad cry is when I lost my mom, when he lost his wife. And that was the second time I, I saw him cry is when I told him that. And I always tell people, like I said, prison was the biggest lesson because what prison allowed me to do was sit still. Sometimes we live in a world that's 24-7. We're always on the move. Whether it's going to work, getting the kids to bed, taking the kids to school, going on, you know, just 24-7. Prison, I was able to sit still. Reevaluate myself as a black man. Reevaluate, reevaluate myself as a son, as a boyfriend or a husband, whoever I'm married. Reevaluate myself as a friend to whoever I'm friends with, and it was just a chance to sit still. Now, of course, everybody that goes through that situation I went through, they don't use their time like that. But they don't use their time like that because, again, you're going to a place that's filled with negativity. So when you're going to a place that's filled with negativity, first of all, you got to have God on your side. And it's not about being the strongest and the baddest. you got to be mentally strong. You have to be. And you still got to associate. Just like I'm a good person, there's other good people. I met some of the most and most loyalist people. Is that a word, loyalist? No, that's it's going to be tonight. <laughs> it's going to be tonight. It is tonight. We can make up words and cuss and do whatever we want. <laughs> I met some of the most talented and loyalist people literally behind bars. And you just have to associate yourself with those type of people to make your time go a lot better, but then also to make you a better person. It's called Department of Correction for a reason. You are there to correct yourself to become a better person. And yeah. Mm. When did that come in when you said, you know what, let me let me get my shift together. Oh, it clicked in when that dud said 15 years. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that's when it clicked. That's that's what I was facing at the time was 15. You know, but again, like I said, I definitely believe that God, I, I would never say that, oh, God put me in prison. No, I do believe God allowed me to go through it to show me something, you know, but 
he also knew that 15 years, you don't need to do no 15 years, maybe five, but not 15. I was like, hey, God, look, I don't know how I'm going to make 15. <laughs> That's a long time. Five, hell, five was a long time. <laughs> it was talking about 15, but how did it, it, it click then? That's when it clicked. It clicked. Well, she said the... 15. Yeah, I would have snapped out of it real I'm lying. I probably would have broken down. Let me keep it real. But... I'll keep it real. I was really about to run. <laughs> Don't do it. How did your first night feel um, when you got settled in and whatever they do? Like literally the first night when you were there by yourself, how did that feel? Or like what? Like what was going through your mind? Really? Day one complete. <laughs> that's what was going through my mind. Well, that's one less day I got to worry about. So, but yeah, my I think my mindset when I first first got in was just. Get through the time, get through the time, get through the time, get through the time. But as time prevailed, as time kept going on, I also realized, like, you know what? Don't just get through the time. Actually learn something while you're going through the time. You know, my, my pastor, Pastor Edoy Smith, said something that was so, it stuck to me so deep. He ain't what he say. Don't just go through the process. He said, don't go, don't just go through the process, learn and enjoy the process as well. Something like that. I can't really remember what he said. Um, but he definitely said something in that in, the, in that format. And that's what stuck to me. I said, you know, I can't just do the time. I actually need to do something while I'm doing the time. Because again, I'm going to be free one day. So I need to make sure that I'm, you know, that I'm still waking up on time. I had a detail when I was in prison. I worked as a um, worked with some of the officers as far as like, you know, like maintenance duties, like sweeping the floor, buffing the floor. That's actually where I got a lot of my trades from. Um, I actually got a few of my jobs while, when I came home. So I would wake up every morning, you know, buff the floors, make sure all the dorms had tissue, you know, because I wanted to get into that routine of waking up because got to wake up when, I, when I'm free, got to wake up for a job. What's the difference? And that's why I tell people, go ahead and start while you're inside. Because if you just wait, oh, I'm going to start doing right when I get out. It doesn't work like that all the time. It actually, I don't know too many people that it's actually worked out for that have thought like that and done that. So, Wow. You are amazing. Oh, God is amazing. <laughs> it ain't me. I give all glory to God. Just open some doors for me and you know, yeah. Just got to push and went through it. Well, how about this? The God in you is amazing. I appreciate that. <laughs> it is. I mean, wow. You, you have to have a strong mindset. So before we get off, I kind of want to pedal back a little bit. When I, I like what you said about if you feel like you're going to go in that direction of whatever, meaning doing something negative being around negative people or negative actions as a black man, what would you tell young black males if they, where would they go? Who, like what type of person? I know what you did. You already had that mind shift, but for anyone that's listening and they have a young black man in their household, 
family, friend, what kind of activities or people should they go around? Um, I definitely would say associate yourself with another group of black men. You know, I, I think that uh, a lot of black men, from, and this is just talking through experience, a lot of the black men that I met while I was incarcerated didn't have father figures in their life, mm-hmm. um, which I could, you know, I could understand. Um, I can't really say I been through that because I've had my father and my mother in my life, but I can understand it as well. Um, my advice to them would just be get a mentor, get a mentor, find a mentor, find somebody who is actually doing something with their life. Um, Can you give a suggestion on where they could find a mentor? You know, I'm a black woman. You can come to my gym. For my brothers. You can come to my gym. I have four, five black men here, Lawrence Simmons, Brandon, Alex, Jamal, and myself, who are to me are de- definitely, you know, great black men. Um, I would say they can come here. Uh, we have a free class every Saturday for youth at 11 o'clock a.m. Um, that class is literally for the youth. It's free. Um, it's not to not saying to get kids off the street, but it's to give kids something to do. Um, you know, and I definitely believe that if you put kids like that in front of other black men, you know, it, it does something. It does something. I talk to young. I, I mean, some of the youth that come here now, you know, I've had to sit down and talk with them. Their parents have asked me, hey, can you talk to my child? And I don't cuss them out enough that I don't, you know, lecture them. I literally tell them my story, not to scare them either, but just to tell them, like, one thing leads to another. Don't go down that path. I'm not saying you're going to get incarcerated like I'm do, but it's so many, and I'm going to say it like this. It's so many black men getting killed right now. Mm. Don't give them any, don't give them no motive. Don't give them any reason to continue to kill us. And I'm not saying that's a reason. No, I'm not saying that that's, you know, what these other black men are doing is it's still okay. No, not saying that, but don't give them any reason to pull you over. Don't give them any reason to, to even get to that point. You know, so I would do, like I said, my my advice would definitely be they can come here. And if they don't want to come here, it's plenty of other places to go. Church. You know, I grew up in a church home. I grew up in church before. Um, most of my mentors definitely came from church as well. So that's, that's the best advice I can say. <laughs> my heart is so full now by you saying they could come here. You lived it on both sides. And you're very relatable. God. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's tribe. I hear you talking. That is a tribe right there. I guess I love y'all too. Most of the kids would be like, you 30? I thought you were like 19. I'm like, hey, 19? Is it my height? (laughs) No, you just have a baby face, my friend. (laughs) And your dad looks young too. So yeah, my dad do look young. He's my dad is sixty six. That joke look like he's forty. <laughs> ah, so look. <laughs> 
hey, it's your fault. You're the one that brought him to the gym that day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone, if you uh, have any thoughts about going to a gym, try Ja'Cory's gym. It's Be Health Conscious. And if you forget anything that we're saying, his website right now is in the title description. So as soon as we get off, all you have to do is just click on the link. Bam, it'll take you right there to his website. Jacory, we're going to have a little fun right now. Hold on. So anyone who's listening right now, if you worked out with Jacory again, I want you to type a yes or put a green or a blue heart in the comments right now. So while they do that, um, I also want to try to find another video so you all can see the inside of Jacory's Jim, if you all can, oh, look, the comments are coming in right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. We can find a little something here. Ja'Cory, have you done? Oh, we can start with this one. that one. <laughs> you don't want that one. <laughs> I didn't want that one. So let's do that. Okay. Just kidding. This is the one I want to show. Love it, love it, love it. Can you tell everybody what GSN30 means again? Yes, GSN30 is my online platform. It stands for Get Snatched in 30 Days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. There it is. So let me show some of the comments. This is this will be an audio podcast, but for those who are viewing right. Oh, hey, Sean. That's Lisha. Oh, I love Sean. Sean says, yes. This is when I asked everybody about your training. Here's some more love from Deborah. I went up to Deborah in Florida last week. So we was we were both spending money shopping, and we both looked at each other, and I looked again. I was like, wait a minute. I know you from somewhere. And we just talked for a while, hugged, embraced each other. Then we went on about our business, but we, we and her going to link up real soon. <laughs> I love Deborah. Here's some more love for you. <laughs> Travis, butts and guts. 
So every anyone who does not know butts and guts, oh, I'll let Jacory explain it. Can you give everybody a description of your butts and guts? Yeah. Butts and guts class was, I want to say, one of the first classes I've actually ever done. Um, and that That's was actually, a lie. Not the way you trained us. You trained us yeah. like we were in the military. I promise you it was the first. It's, it's a class I've always thought of in my head, but that was my first time actually doing it. <laughs> It's like I brought my vision to life. That's why when Will was like, yeah, you know, go ahead and just do whatever you want. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but Buck's and Guts class is exactly what it sounds like. We worked on our guts and we worked on our butt. <laughs> uh, so now now we know. I, I had no idea. Yeah, that was my first time doing the class. Like, I, I've always used to write down, like, workouts. I was always trying to come up with a catchy name and then Will told me, he was like, yeah, just come up with a name and a logo so you can do whatever class you want to do. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how they'll like it, but okay. <laughs> we hated it, but we loved it because our bodies were banging. Speaking of butts and guts, everyone, I want you to give me your comment on this next picture. And you give me your opinion on it. So let's see. Ah, the nice. <laughs> I still use the nice from time to time. Really? I do. <laughs> I do you use the nice. Me, oh, wait, let me, excuse me. Let me fix the picture. Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, for people who do not know, uh, Jacory, can you explain what we're looking at the screen? Because this is going to be an audio. Yeah, that What we're looking at right now is a dice. All right. A rolling dice. What the dice stood for. We probably had about 10 different stations in class. And um, yeah, at the end of the class, I always tell people, you have, I still do the same thing, you have a bonus set. With that being said, we're going to roll this dice about three times. And you're going to choose whatever three stations you want to go to, whatever the dice rolls on. If it rolls on a six, we're doing that station for 60 seconds. If it rolls on a five, we're doing that station for 50 seconds. So on, so on. <laughs> Deborah said straight down. <laughs> <laughs> It yeah. was. Wait, let me scroll up to Christina. She said something perfect, but I saved it for the end. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, that dice, boy. We oof. We just yeah. Be honest. How did you feel when you would get the six or the five, and we all would cry about it? And oh, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. <laughs> I wanted y'all to get the six. Okay, I'll tell the truth. I'll finally tell the truth. I did rig the dice. I rigged the dice. I made it I made it heavier on the on the six and the five side. I put some marbles inside of it. Are you serious? Said, I'm so serious. Hold on, wait. Let me get this off so I can see your face. I uh-uh. Are you serious? I'm so serious. <laughs> I still got that exact dice here. Burn it. <laughs> Is that burn it? <laughs> I can't believe you all. Did you hear this? He gave the secret up. He rigged it. You know what? Let me fix that picture for you. You all let me know what you think of this picture. <laughs> no more dice. I just made it better. I had to give it a scratch out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used the dice in a long time. You know what? I might bring the dice out for this Saturday in my class. 
I might just do it. Oh my God. I did not know. Let me get you off of that dice. I'm tired of looking at it already. <laughs> really? Yeah, you need to keep passing it on. Pat pass the dice on. Yes, do that. So <laughs> any parting words, my friend? Um personally, I just I appreciate you very much for letting me be a part of your podcast, let me tell my testimony. Hopefully I was able to, even if, if somebody that's not going through the same situation that I'm going through, whether you're going through something in life, I hope I was able to motivate somebody to just keep moving forward. Um, you know, better days are coming. If you have a family member that's going through the same thing, again, my heart goes out to them. Continue to keep them uplifted. Continue to move forward, like I will always say, and continue to put God first. That's it. I love it. You know, I would qualify you as a black man who's got his shift together. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my God. You are getting so much love on these comments. So, you all, thank you so much for tuning in. This was really fun tonight. And it was, wasn't it fun? It was, likewise, definitely. <laughs> and to reconnect with everyone and I, my parting word is if someone has given you an opportunity, it would be great to pay it forward. So listen to the story we just heard. Jacory met Will by happenstance. Will mentored Jacory. Jacory is now a black owned business owner. He has his own business. Now he's mentoring people. Now, those four brothers, and it's going to be more, they're going to start mentoring people. You see how it keeps going. So let's just keep the momentum up, especially as a tribe of Black people. I, I really challenge everybody to do that. Just keep the momentum going. And I learned from my beautiful friend, Lori, if you picture yourself as a pebble and you throw it in a pond, that ripple effect you can either be a positive or a negative ripple effect. Jacory is doing straight up positive ripple effects. He's serving the his mentees and he's serving the community. I mean, his, his gym is in our community. Support Black business. That's my last word. Jacory, <laughs> God bless you. We will talk soon, my friend. God and bless you. I appreciate it, man. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love you all. Make sure you all tune in. Love you, Jacory. Just for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? With your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world Sis, celestial body, drink your water Meditate, sun kiss goddess Heavenly order, levitate Tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic Melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish Whether you bougie or savage You a gift and a treasure You got to love a black girl getting a shift together Black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together Man, these black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together, dog
thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all.